It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van And we're live. It is car con carne in quarantine. The thusly named or thus named Quarantine Con Carne. I'm James Van Osdell, Quarantine Con Carne, sponsored tonight by C&H Financial Services. As business owners open back up to serve their communities, they're faced with a lot of challenges as they navigate through this new normal brought on by the coronavirus. C&H Financial Services is here to help. C&H offers a variety of products that range from traditional merchant accounts to a zero-cost payment processing solution, which eliminates the expense associated with accepting Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express as a form of customer payment. C&H Financial Services ETAB solution is easy to set up for your business for online ordering and curbside pickup. C&H also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs, which can help get your business the money it needs to make it through these unprecedented times, this dystopia we live in. To learn more, contact C&H Financial Services at 855-600-2437 or go to chfs.us. Before we begin tonight, I, I want to thank, I did a guest host week last week. I, I've been exhausted. I've been burnt out. I think we're, we all hit that point. Uh, this shit's hard. Quarantine is difficult, and I just... I needed a week just to kind of recalibrate. And so I enlisted some friends to guest host the show for me. I want to thank Daryl Wilson, uh, whose guest was Joe Principe of Rise Against. That was amazing. Uh, my longtime colleague, Tim Virgin, uh, who subbed for me last Tuesday night. Ryan Lang, a cannabis CMO, uh, amazing, was his guest. Uh, Stubby from Lucky Boy's Confusion, relived songs from a scene with a whole litany of guest stars. Uh, Jillian McGee of Hi Ho brought on Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and this past Sunday night, Herb Rosen, owner of Liars Club, brought on a who's who of rock. And uh, there was a lot of Maker's Mark and, and, and beer consumed. And the, if you listen back to the episode, or if you watch the episode, you can feel the downward spiral as you get about 45 minutes in. It's, it's a glorious train wreck. Uh, so thank you all for watching and supporting the guest hosts. They were fantastic. If you haven't seen them or, or watched them, please do so. I also want to mention before we begin, love local music. Local music is the subject of tonight's show uh bandcamp i'm finally starting to get my bandcamp orders from this month in which is awesome uh, the goddamn your eyes vinyl uh, this is a family favorite titty city uh, suitable for uh, any home gathering and uh this oh my god touched by ghoul uh more on the way too i just i love getting this stuff in the mail now that all said let's talk local music let me turn on his screen. My guest tonight is trey elder of quiet pterodactyl uh trey thank you for joining me Hello, thanks for having me. Uh, lovely to see you, and it's bright where you are because you're wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I wear sunglasses a lot. I'm that kind of a guy. I, I mentioned in the the tease text for the, the social post here, uh, we're talking about this compilation, the Situation Normal compilation. Yes. It's put together by Quiet Pterodactyl, and let's just start there. Uh, what is Quiet Pterodactyl? Okay, so about a year ago, I started Quiet Pterodactyl. I've worked in many different industries, including music and liquor and beer and coffee. And uh, like when I moved to Chicago when I was 21, I ran sound at Double Door for a couple of years. I've also played in bands, booked a lot of shows, run music venues. Um, so in wanting to get out of just a straight up service industry job that I appreciated, but wanted to really come into my own, I, Quiet Pterodactyl was the culmination of all those experiences of what can I do for music and the arts in Chicago in a way that helps create 
that promotes other people, not myself, uh, and is sustainable, um, but really gives back to everyone that's helped me get to this point and all the things I've done so far. I love it. And I'm sure at the time you thought, this is great. I'm going to help. This is going to be an easy thing for me to do. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's several different, I guess, caveats of what, of what Quiet Trade Act was going to do. There's an educational aspect. Um, there's event planning. There was working with other nonprofits with their fundraising. But definitely the first six months to a year was very events focused. And I had some weeklies, some monthlies, many, like some fundraisers lined up with various uh, venues around Chicago. And then like with everyone else in like 24 hours, all of those events were gone. <laughs> they were all canceled. Um, so the record was my, I guess, well, here, I'll back up. My first reaction to the pandemic was, well, there goes my nonprofit. I got to figure out something else to do for the next six months to a year. And I'll get to that eventually. Um, See, and, I, and this is this is an important point, and I think yeah. all creators, and this has been a running theme for the past four months since I started doing this from home, this need to kind of bully your way through this the pandemic and find new ways to do stuff because things exactly. may not get back to normal for, uh, I, I don't want to say years, but yeah. maybe not well, years. Or, or whatever the new normal becomes. We don't even know what that looks like yet. Right. So it's, it's, it's a proper and appropriate reaction to be like, oh, shit, this is miserable. This is really hard. What am I going to do to be depressed, to be upset, to be outraged? But at the end of it all, you, you got to fight your way through it and find ways to innovate around this. Exactly. And, um, and yeah, my first gut reaction was like, yeah, just to be sad and be like, well, there goes that. What, what do I work at Jewel stocking overnight for a few months? You know, like I left my great service industry job of 12 years. You know, what do I do now? Um, which that arguably wouldn't have, would have also gone away. Fair, yeah. uh, but I won, I won a, a small like award from the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce that was really more like a mentorship program to help new businesses their first year kind of get their, get their legs. Uh, and that was the catalyst to, okay, I can't just sit on my hands and say, I'll back burner it, or I don't deserve this award at all. Like, what, what am I doing? I need to be more creative and I need to figure something out. And I came up with some small, mediocre to terrible ideas on how to do that. Uh, but I want to have the biggest impact and how can I help the most people, um, which is how I came up with Situation Chicago. I love it. And that is the album. That's what we're talking about. Uh, Quiet Pterodactyl. This is something I tell bands all the time. Uh, you need to have a name that is easy to Google. You need to be findable on social media. You need to be findable on Google. I think Quiet Pterodactyl is a very uh, Yeah, really odd. Quiet name. Pterodactyl was not previously taken by any entity in the industry. <laughs> and remember, kids, the P is silent. Yes, the P should always be silent. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Quiet Pterodactyl, there's several ideas behind it for the nonprofit, um, which Quiet Pterodactyl is a registered nonprofit. The idea was that we're giving, like, we don't actually know what a pterodactyl sounds like. What you hear a pterodactyl sounding like in most movies is a far cry from it. They actually probably sound more like a small bird. Um, but we don't actually know because we humans don't have the, you know, the audio documentation of that. Uh, so the idea was we were helping artists on a local level, both musician and painting and dance and poetry and, you know, whatever, whatever uh, artistry you choose, but helping people find their voice and find their way into, into the community at large, um, helping them learn how to express their voice and grow their voice and what that means for them. 
uh, because no one knows what their voice is and maybe they don't know yet. So let's help cultivate that voice. I love it. Yeah. All right. On a personal level, I also have a, a skeleton of a pterodactyl uh, tattooed on my back, uh, which is related to some mental health issues that I had in my late 20s. Um, so it's more of a reminder, like the quiet pterodactyl is always there. So it's something that reminds me, no matter what, I have to be creative and I have to challenge myself just to, to get through life. And because it's a video podcast, uh, I'll have to ask you to take your shirt off and show the, yeah. show the rest of it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. I'll do a couple more shots of bourbon and then we'll see what happens. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So the, the album, the, the compilation is Situation yeah. Normal, uh, which... Situation Chicago. What did I say? Situation Normal. I, I, I was thinking snafu. Situation Normal all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, no, it's called Situation Chicago. I knew which, that. Uh, which, again, was not taken under any entity. The name Situation Chicago was not used in any other industry at all. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm obsessed over my error. So, uh, no, <laughs> Situation Chicago. I, I, when I hear Situation, I think Situation Normal all fucked up. Snafu. Yeah. Uh, one of my all-time favorite acronyms. Anyway, Situation Chicago. Um, released locally, supported by very Chicago sponsors, Smashed Plastic. Yes who I swear to God are pressing every record I get my hands on these days. They're awesome. Those, I uh, love those guys. I put out a couple of records with those guys with other projects and I'm really, they, and they are being very like beyond supportive of this project, like going above and beyond what anyone should ever even do. They're awesome. And you roped in Malort? Yeah, that was. Uh, Chicago uh, as it gets. <laughs> yeah, yes, seriously. That was, I, I was looking for sponsors and I was, you know, there was some interest from various beer companies and some other entities. And then uh, actually Kyle Hodges, I want to give a huge shout out to him from Dark Matter. He, I asked him like, hey, would you guys be interested in doing something with this? And he didn't really answer. And I'm friends with him. So it was weird that he didn't get right back to me. And then when he got back to me, he said, the question wasn't what can we do it? The question was, how do we get this to be 100% Chicago? So he kind of rallied the troops and he got CH Distillery slash Malort and he got Nature's Grace and Wellness Cannabis Farms and he got Revolution Pro. Like, he, he came back at me like, don't go after individual sponsors. We have you covered. This needs to be all Chicago, which was amazing. That's, I totally agree. And that's fantastic. Yeah. And Dark Matter. Who doesn't love Dark Matter Coffee? Yeah. And Revolution okay. Brewing. My God. Yeah. You got them all covered. I know. I know. Seriously. It's like a match made in heaven, but also it's, it's my dream come true. And in my drunken idea on a Wednesday night on my friend's porch, like, can I put out a record? Can I get a bunch of venues to support it? I know some people to, oh, wow, this is happening. And like some of the coolest companies in, in Illinois are getting behind it. So which venues, is, is this a civil related thing or is this independent of that? It's independent of civil. I actually, my the initial idea was to do it with civil and I reached out to their uh, board of directors and they felt like they had so many projects on their plate that they just couldn't kind of take on another one at that time. I get that. Um, but they were like, this is a great idea. I'm sure everyone would love it. Why don't you reach out to all the individual venues, which is what I did. And obviously not every venue in Chicago is on it. Um, I reached out to all of them. That's there's not playing favorites. Uh, so I'm just didn't get back to me in time or, you know, or whatever, yeah. but, but most of most of the people are part of civil. Some of them are not. Um, but when civil said, we just can't because we're working on these other things. I was like, awesome. But if you're just generally, if you think it's a good idea, I'm going to try to roll with it. And then I reached out to everyone. And then the board came back three weeks later, like, Oh shit, everyone, everyone is civil is going to be on their record. So, so apparently it worked out. It kind of worked out for everyone. So it's not specifically a civil project, but, but it's definitely part of, 
I feel like it's it's under the umbrella of the Save Our Stages movement with Neva and with Civil. Yeah, it's running on a parallel track. Exactly, exactly. With everything they're doing. Yeah. So putting together a record, I, I know this stuff is hard. Putting together a compilation because you got to get sign-offs from artists and you have to chase yeah. them down and then you have to make sure that everything is mastered. I mean, this is not, you turn this around really fast. Thanks. Uh, I'm aware of what an undertaking this is and uh, it's a lot. Yeah. I, I didn't even, again, I wasn't really working. I had already planned on being not, on not having a full-time job towards the end of January for a couple months, having nothing to do with the pandemic. Then that hit. And a lot of people obviously were affected right away. I was affected personally and financially, but I had already kind of planned for at least a couple months of not, a, a large income coming in. Yeah. Um, so I was slightly prepared for it. So once I came up with this idea, I mean, I'm, I'm a go-getter. So I had 12 to 15 hours a day to spend just putting this record project together uh, just by happenstance. Um, but yeah, I, it should have taken nine months to a year to do it. And I kind of all in again with mechanical licenses and yeah, everything did it in like three months, which I don't know that I could ever, ever do again. <laughs> so that makes it also situation Chicago because it's a very particular situation I was able to accomplish that in. So it's one thing to get it out digitally, which you're going to do, but to have yeah. this pressed, like having to consider artwork and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is My initial idea was I don't want to do it if it's just a digital download because I don't think people will care as much. I also think that we can sell digital downloads, but if we don't have a physical copy, it won't feel special and it won't feel like a special moment. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally, that was the right uh, move. And yeah, honestly, having, having John and Andy as Smash on board, like from the get was a, like a saving grace for this project. Like, okay, they are excited about it. I know, I mean, I was excited about it, but I know I can get other people excited about it when they were excited about it. Yeah. And they, they were guys. able to pull some strings and even like, just having the lacquers and plates made slightly quicker than would have happened otherwise, you know, like because of the nature of the, pro the altruistic nature of the project. And I'm not saying that with any kind of like arrogance, but the, like, yeah, I'm not taking this is any, a charity. I'm, I'm not taking any, it really is like to benefit the venue solely. Uh, but because of that, other people were more willing to help us out and push things along more than they would have otherwise. One of the many things I love about Chicago music, and I've been in and around it for decades now, is you can be as plugged in as you think you can be, and there are still bands you haven't heard of, you haven't yes. heard before. Uh, that was the case with this compilation. Yeah, I knew a lot of the names, not all of them. So how did you find everybody? Uh, some, of, some of them were friends. I, I, so I started with the venues how can I get as many venues as possible? If I can get a certain number of key venues then I have a project and then I kind of got all of them, which was, <laughs> I was ecstatic about. Uh, so I was like, cool, then the artist should be easy because everyone loves the empty bottle and everyone loves the hideout and everyone, you know, everyone loves the promontory. Like uh, that gave, that gave, that gave me the, the drive to kind of keep it going. Uh, so then I started with kind of the list of like, okay, none of these people are probably going to get back to me, but I'm going to see what I can do with this, this part of the list. Uh, but here's some local people that I love and here's some more regional people. I wanted it to be a nice balance of like, you know, ethnicity, race, style of music, you know, every like local to regional to national. Um, and some of those are like homies of mine. Some of those were recommended by the venues. There's a couple artists that I discovered that I wasn't as, I maybe heard their name, but I wasn't as familiar with. And 
so-and-so at Chuba's or so-and-so had, I was like, you should reach out to these guys. That's awesome. Like, cool. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh my God, how did I not know this person? They're amazing. Um, and there were some people that weren't able to be on it, you know, because of, of legal reasons or whatever. But I, I don't know if you've listened. I think I sent you, I don't know if you mm-hmm. listened to the whole thing. I'm super stoked at the high level of, cause I, I can pick, I can help navigate the artists, but I can't pick what songs they send. And like, of course there is not a bad song on the record in my opinion. So, this is a, so yeah. double record the double vinyl there's 25 songs so it actually turned out there's 25 songs and 25 venues that's amazing that was not planned at all i reached out to like 60 venues i reached out to honestly probably 80 art, you know artists like all in uh but i yeah i couldn't believe how well it all came together and that number 25 and 25 was like just some heavenly match. Yeah, this, this was up. meant to be for sure. Yeah, exactly. And again, the compilation is Situation Chicago. Uh, you can do do pre-orders, or you, pre-orders are yeah, happening yeah, right on, now. It's on sale for pre-order now. Um, there's only one song by Justice Hill. Uh, he just put out his first four-song EP. I think it's fantastic. Uh, his song is up and streaming, um, and you can download it with purchase now. But then the actual album comes out July 31st, and we it's looking pretty good that we will have the vinyl in hand by july 31st so those orders will go out within it's awesome days. that was another thing i was like well if it doesn't come out if we don't have it in hand till like mid-september no one's gonna be super pissed you know it's a fundraiser but but it's looking pretty good that we will actually have it in hand by july 31st it just really all magically came together all right let's talk about some of the artists i mean yeah. some of the bigger names i, I mentioned uh they're no longer based here but they all their roots are firmly in chicago okay go yeah you know oh, how i got a hold of okay go is uh, I used to play in a band with the drummer, Dan Kanapka, and he quit my band because OK Go got signed and they're about to go record with Bush Vig. And I was so mad at him at that time. <laughs> he obviously made a very good decision, yeah. uh, but I have a personal connection there. Uh, Jeff Tweedy from Wilco is on the record. Um, that's actually, and it seems like he would be hard to get. Uh, I, chased after, I chased after him pretty hard, <laughs> um, but I'm an old school Wilco fan. And it also turned out that they gave, it's a previously released track, but it's a version of Jeff Tweedy singing that, the song that's on the record live at the Vic from last year. Oh, that's awesome. So it perfectly fit into the, the concept of the record because he's singing at a Chicago venue, you know, live. Uh, yeah, that, that was pretty awesome. Uh, Twilight Tone is on it. He's another one that he just put out his, you know, he's produced for Common and Gorillaz and Kanye and all kinds of people. Uh, but he just put out his, he's about to put out his first record. His first single came, his first original single came out on Stone's Throw, I think yesterday or two days ago on his birthday. Um, and I've, I've been friends with, Tom, you know, I've been friendly with Tom for a long time. So that was pretty awesome that he had something new and original to give to it too. Uh, White Mystery. If, if ever there's an advocate for local musicians, uh, Alex White is. I am. Right Alex up there. is. She's the best. She's the most champion of local music in Chicago that I know. Um, and White Mystery obviously has been rocking. Alex and Francis has been rocking for a while. Um, uh-huh. And I booked them for a couple of events before. I'm friend. I'm not close with them, but I'm friendly with them. I, uh, Alex and I, when we run into each other's shows and stuff, always, you know, have to share a beer for a minute and uh, have a moment. Um, yeah, having them evolve was pretty awesome. I, one of the artists who I honestly didn't know, and again. I, I want to say I know everything there is to know. I, I don't. I am yeah. always surprised by the city's music scene. I didn't know the Lowdown Brass Band. I love that song, Destiny. That's on. Oh this, my god, it's so good. Yeah, it it's, hits so hard. It's like a hip hop but New Orleans brass band feel. 
It is the coolest. Great. It was yeah, one of the- I don't want to say I have favorites. There's a couple of songs that, that were pre-released that I reached out to the band and said, hey, I want this particular song on this record because it means something to me personally. Like the Hood, Hood Smoke Seneca Lake is the closeout song of the whole, the whole double vinyl. And that was, I just thought the words and the feel of that were beautiful and fit the whole project. Yeah, Hood Smoke's great. Uh, yeah. But then like that Rick Wilson song, I mean, everything that guy does is golden, but that song especially is just so funky. Kind of like the Lowdown Brass Band song. It's just like funky and it's smart and it just hits. And it's like, how could you not, how could anyone not love it? Hey, even looking at the big names, you, you mentioned Tweety. We talked about OK Go. Yeah. Poy Dog Pondering is on this compilation. Yeah. The beauty of Chicago, the diversity of sounds is so fantastic that of those big names I mentioned, none of them sound alike. None of them like necessarily make sense on the same stage because they're so yeah. different, which is awesome. Well, that was another thing. Like I wanted to cover as many bases as possible. I would say I can't cover every style of music. Uh, or maybe, maybe. There's, there's a nice, nice yeah. uh, hip hop density on this one. There, there's, yeah. Was, um, yeah, Ange 13, like queen of Chicago hip hop. If you're, I don't know if people outside of Chicago know, but if you're in Chicago hip hop community at all, Ange is the queen. That's what everyone calls her. And she always has been. Uh, we've got Psalm One and Angel Davenport and Big Silky. They're they're living in Minneapolis right now, but they're Chicago through and through. Um, and they also represent more of the queer community too, as well as just hip hop in general. Uh, yeah, I, I can't even believe all the names that came on this record. Uh, again, that people might know or might not, but it's all so. Boomback Joe, he has a new album about to come out. He gave us an unreleased track. It's like dance cumbia electronic stuff that also bangs super hard uh yeah the whole i'm yeah i listen to it and not just like proud papa because i put it together like i'm stoked at the at the quality of music that everyone i just i i just like the fact that there is still a pronounced initiative to support our venues i mean when it started bubbling up that the venues are in trouble and who knows what the longevity is everyone talked a good game then it kind of died down a little bit i think it's important to keep this conversation going through things like this and this by no means should be the the end statement of exactly. supporting, well, supporting these venues like, i want to raise as much money for the venues as possible and for the record like because we have the sponsorship money to help pay for the upfront costs especially for the vinyl and for the insurance and for you know other things to make sure it's totally on board project uh however little or however much money we raise you know like that's going to help every venue out and whatever degree, and that's awesome. But more important, like I also realize I can't single handle, this project's not single handedly saving Talia Hall, right. and it's not saving Tonic Room, and it's not, you know, like it's gonna help out, and I would rather help out immensely than help out a tiny, tiny bit. Exactly. But whatever level this sells, and whatever we're able to give back, even more importantly is I want to get press out of it just to bring to the limelight, not me or Quiet Pterodactyl, but the, the venues really are suffering so hard right now and there's no end in sight for them to really be able to reopen or really book tours and really i actually had someone kind of play like the whole like hey let's play devil's advocate you know kind of what are you getting out of this bullshit and it it kind of made me mad but i said you know what i'm getting out of it i go see live music one to five times a week i'm 45 years old i've been doing that since i was 19. what do i get out of it i get to continue to do that like this isn't this is the thing that I love, you know, like it's not just saving my friend's business or saving the way that I made some money over here. It's how do I, uh, half of my friends are musicians and artists. 
And these are the venues that I go to all the time. That I, I go to literally every, every venue on this record I've been to at least once, if not multiple times in the last year. Because I love music that much. So like, what do I get out of it? I get to continue to go see music. And other people get the opportunity to continue to go see music. So to pre-order, where do they go on Bandcamp? Where do people go on Bandcamp? It's, uh, I registered it. So situationchicago.com will automatically take you to our Bandcamp page. Um, yeah, you can do a digital download. Uh, you can pre-purchase the vinyl, which like I said, when, when the record actually comes out July 31st, I think those orders will be able to go out the door right away. So there's not much of a delay. Um, we also, uh, artist Chadwick Anderson, who did the cover art, which is beautiful. Uh, he, he's, he's a Chicago kid, but he lives in, he's in LA right now. I'm hoping to fly him out depending on other, you know, pandemic issues. Mm -hmm. Um, if not, I'll just ship him some records, but he's going to paint like hand paint on about 20 of them. So we're oh, selling, wow. like not only did he do the cover art, but he's gonna hand paint on the center of each final on both sides. So we're kind of selling it as like, they will be, we promise they will be playable. He's not gonna paint over the songs, but these are really more collector's pieces. Like his pieces go, we're selling for $300 for the double vinyl paint on all four sides, but his pieces go for way, way more than yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's and at amazing. some point, I think we're going to, the original, the original piece that is the cover is a 30 inch by 30 inch painting that he did specifically for this project. And we'll either auction it or sell it at, at some point. We haven't, we haven't decided yet, but, but again, part of that money will go back to the venue. System. I love it. This is the, the right, the right thing for the right cause for the right people and places. So uh, I love it, Trey. I, this is fantastic. Again, uh, situation Chicago is where people can pre-order. Um, they can sample one of the tracks, right? Yeah, uh, right now you can listen to all of Justice Hill's song, uh, If and When It Ends. Uh, but as of July 31st, you'll be able to listen to all 25 songs. Uh, truth be told, we might add a couple of bonus tracks later. Uh, bonus tracks? Yeah, but uh, like they won't be on the vinyl, obviously, but, but we're, there's... We're in negotiation for a couple of a couple of bonus songs to be added a little later. So anyone that buys a record will get even more than the 25. Nothing wrong with the 7-inch release. Just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how the budget allows. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Yeah. I, I want to thank everyone for watching. Thank you, Trey, for doing this and uh, for the yeah, work you've done. Your 12 to 15 hour days getting this together. I'm going to stop the Facebook Live now. Thank you, everyone who uh, checked in tonight to watch cool. on Facebook as this was happening. Yeah, can I add one last thing? Like, if you want all, all the information about the project, go to quietthirdactyl.org. If you want to buy the record, go to situationchicago.com. Perfect.